0: before him endured the cross despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God the first thing that I see here is that Jesus paid a great price for our faith that he's allowed us to have amen Jesus paid a great price it cost him his life so we should value the faith you know everybody I believe everybody here knows that we've been given the measure of faith. Romans twelve three, God has given us the measure of faith. Second uh, Peter one one, it says we have obtained like precious faith. Amen. So God, we should place a great value on the faith. And Jesus said this. He said, "I am the author and the finisher." You know, the word author means or, originator. It also means a a writer. You know, an author uh, writes poems, writes books, writes songs. Well, God has sent us to planet Earth, and he's got a story written inside of each and every one of us. And it's in seed form. But it takes faith to get started on that plan that God has for us. When we receive Christ, then we start out on that plan. But it took faith through grace. Amen? Amen. So we have to continue. You know, another thing is that, uh, that the, he is the author. He has authored it. He is the alpha, the omega, the beginning and the end. Amen. But with every promise, there is a condition that we have to meet. Every promise. You know, if we're going to get saved, then we have to believe in our heart, speak with our mouth. We have a part to play. The Holy Spirit is a co-laborer with us. So there is a condition for us to fulfill that story, that plan, that destiny that God has placed inside of us. Amen? What is the condition? Well, we're going to go back to verse 1. It says, Let us lay aside every weight and sin which does so easily beset us. Well, sin, I think most people... You know, we know when we sin, and, and, and we, if we sin, we ask God to forgive us, and, and we study the Word, we repent, and we change our ways and go the other way. I think all of us understand that. But I want to zero in on when he said every weight. I looked up the term weight, and it says that it means heaviness or, or downward force. It means to hold something down. In the Greek, it says it's a hindrance, a burden. Whatsoever is whatever is prominent or stands out in your life. <laughs> What's prominent in your life? What's standing out in your life? When people see you, when people talk to other people about you, what are they saying? Because, you know, we are here to be witnesses for Jesus Christ. That, Acts 1-8, that is why we are here and not there. But what are they saying about you? Are they saying that, well, there goes a man of faith there. You know, his his son was was on drugs, but you know what? He said he prayed and and kept praying and used his faith, and, and God delivered him. And now he's going to church, he's got a job. Are they saying that? Are they saying, well, you know what? Uh, that lady there had a, got a bad report from the doctor, and you know what? she just prayed she said she, and, and now she 's uh, cancer-free. now she 's uh, walking in health. Are they saying, you know, this individual look, look at her, look at him. you know they give to the church, they're always doing this, they're always doing that. now that's the good side of it. But are they would they maybe say when they seen you oh you know that guy's a buckeye fan. Oh my gosh, he is he is just a buckeye fan through and through. Or he's a Browns fan. I'm not sure why anybody wanna be a Browns fan, but I think I used to watch with Leroy Kelly, number 44. Pastor Ed's the only one who probably remember that, but anyway. Or they say, you know, is he, oh that person there, they're the one yeah, he he cusses when he gets angry. Or he come she complains a lot, uh you know, I, I don't know what they say about you. I don't know what what they say. But when we're not using our faith and seeing healing and seeing uh, uh, God move in our life, well, we just lost. Or if we focus on something else, you know, if we're spending more time, uh, you know, on sports or this or that than we are, doing things for God, then I think we need to examine ourselves. You know, faith without works is dead. Are you witnessing? I I don't know. Are you witnessing? God asked me this, are you witnessing like you used to? I said, no. I had to admit it. I mean, he already knew anyway. Are you witnessing the way you used to witness? I don't know. So let's go to Revelation. Since I got you excited. (laughs) It will get better. Hallelujah. Revelation 3, 15 through 19. It says, I know thy works that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou were cold or hot. So then because thou art lukewarm... And neither cold nor hot I will spew thee out of my out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich, increased with goods, have need of nothing. I don't need to use my faith. Knowest thou now that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked? I counsel thee to buy of me gold, tried in the fire. That thou mayest be rich in white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. And anoint thy eyes with eye salve, that thou mayest see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent, or change the way you're thinking. That's really what repent means. Are you hot? Are you burning for Jesus the way you used to? Or are you just going through the motions? Are you kicking down the gates of hell or are the gates of hell kicking you down? That's something we have to ask ourselves. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to give it to you the way God gave it to me. You know, faith without works, the Bible says, is dead. Let's go to Hebrews eleven six. Hebrews eleven six. We serve a good God, and God loves us, and He wants us to get our faith active. You know, I don't know about you. I I, I looked at some areas. I said, "Oh God," I, you know, I was going through the motions. You know, I would tithe and give and and this and that, but was I really every day knocking? To see the tithe work the way it's supposed to work and the way God said it would work? To receive everything that he has? Was I using my faith? Was I expecting God to do what he said he would do? Well, I came up short. Hebrews eleven six 6 says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him, to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that God is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Have we quit seeking him because we don't think he rewards? He's not able to do what he says in his word? Why does it take faith? Why do we have to take, use faith to please God? I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again why? Because I got the microphone, first of all. But I asked God one time, I said, God, why, why do I have to use faith to please you? Why do I have to do anything to please you? And he spoke to me, he said, Randy, because without faith, he said, you cannot receive what I have for you. And God said, I am a giver. And when I, you don't receive what I have for you, then I'm not pleased. Well, I think God is probably not pleased uh, with with a lot of us, to be honest, because we've let our faith down, we've laid our faith down. We're not expecting God to do what He said He would do the way we used to expect God to do what He said He would do. But God is trying to stir us. God is trying to shake off the dust. He's trying to get us <clears throat> to examine ourselves to see if we are in the faith. To judge ourselves so we will not be judged. Why would God want to do that? I'm telling you, because God wants to get some things to us. God is a good God, we are in the end days, and God cannot do without us receiving what he has for us, so we can be the witnesses to a lost and dying world. You know, it is not all about us, it's about the world that's out there, and they need us to be the shining lights on a hill, they need us to be the witnesses that God has called us to be, and we cannot be that unless we start using our faith, amen? Hallelujah. God is a good God. And every good and perfect gift comes from God. God loves us. God wants to be part of every... every you know, God is tired of the devil. You know, I, I look at David going to Ziklag, and he, he came back, and the Bible says he grabbed the ephod, and he strengthened himself. Now, I believe... Well, God didn't speak to him to go re- recover all in, in, until David strengthened himself. How did he do that? Well, you know, David is pretty simple to see what David was. David was a worshiper. You know, it's time for us to strengthen ourselves. It's time for us to get back praising God and worshiping God and thanking God the way we used to. God is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. But we have to get back to the basics of faith, amen? God wants us to receive what he has for us, amen? It is a time for us to examine and judge ourselves. And it's not a bad thing, it's a good thing. I mean, I don't want to go through life and and continue on and then die or get rapture, whichever one, and not fulfill what God has for me to fulfill. I want to fulfill my destiny, but it's going to take faith. What have you laid down? I don't know. You know, you have to examine yourself. But I know what? I'm tired of seeing people be sick. I'm tired of people being broke. I'm tired of people being attacked by the devil. I'm going to make it, you know, I want to use my faith to strengthen, to stir myself so I can be that conduit from God to that individual. Amen. Hallelujah. Some might say, well, I'm too old, it's too late. Well, think about the four lepers. I mean, God used four lepers to bring revival. Four lepers. You know, they they weren't anything in themselves. But, you know, God used them. And I think about the woman at the uh, the well that Jesus, uh, a Samaria woman. You know what? She was kind of active and probably in things she, you know, shouldn't have been active in. But God used her. She went to the city. The Bible says she dropped her, her uh, pitcher and, and went into the city and told the people about Jesus. So Jesus used somebody that probably the world would say was not usable. Jesus used Apostle Paul. God used Apostle Paul. You know, basically a serial killer. So we really don't have an excuse at this time I you know I God chose you to be born at this time not me God chose us we are the end-time church we are the one-hour church we are the one-hour people we are the ones that's going to do more in this end time than all the rest of the the Christians and body of Christ has done since this time that is who we are hallelujah that excites me. Somebody says, well, I don't look like that. Well, quit walking by, by sight and walk by faith. Use your faith. I'm telling you, we're, we're going to see revival. And God is trying to straighten us up and, and get us to use our faith again, to go back to our first love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So go to Romans, fourth chapter. Somebody says, How do I start using my faith? Well, I'm glad you asked. Romans 4th chapter, verse 16. Verse 16 says, Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace. What is faith? Faith is just basically trusting God. What God says more than anything else, more than any other voice, more than any other circumstances, you're, you have faith in what God has said. And grace is God's power or ability to do what He said He would do. Now, God is not a liar. Amen? Look at, we're, look at verse 17. This is Father Abraham. He's the father of our faith. If it worked for him... It will work for us, amen? It's a pattern that God has placed in the the word for us to follow. If we do what Father Abraham did, we will get the results that he did as well. And, And Abraham, you know, he was a man that had failed miserably many, many hundreds, thousands of times. And it looked like it was past his life. You know, he was 100, she was 90, and it looked like it was done. It was over for him. But you know what? From a touch from God. See, there's nothing impossible with the God that we serve. God can change things in a moment and time. Amen? Hallelujah. So, verse 17 says, as it is written. Well, you need to find a promise. If you've laid a promise down, if, 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 uh, and you haven't seen it through, I mean, I've started out in faith on some things, and I've laid it down. I have to admit that I've kind of laid it down. The things that I went through, God always answered. But why did I lay it down? Well, time, trials, tribulations. But get a word from God. Well, somebody might say, well, I don't, I don't have a word from God. Well, you need to start studying and meditating a word, whatever area you want God to do, move, do something in your life until you get a word. You know, I can't get it for you. Nobody else can get it for you but you. We have to study the Word and meditate the Word and get a God said. You know, in Genesis, there the Spirit of God was hovering over the water and what was He waiting on? He was waiting on a God said. God said, let there be light. Well, the Holy Ghost is waiting on you to speak a God said. Amen? All the promises of God are yes and amen. So we see that he said, I have made thee a father of many nations. So Abraham, every time he spoke Abraham, what he was really saying was, I am the father of many nations. He had no no evidence of it except the word of God, what God had spoken to him. So you put in there whatever God has made you. I don't know. It is written that God has made me prosperous. God has made me whole. God has saved my child. God has you know what you have to decide what that promise is what that god word is for you but you speak it and he says he believed even god who quicketh the dead makes alive the dead how by calling those things which be not as though they were see when you speak a promise you 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 call things as not as though they were. I, my, my son, God, I thank you that my son is saved. He's filled with the Holy Ghost on fire with you. You know, my mother did that for I don't know how long, and that is the reason that I got saved. You know, people would ridicule her and make fun of her for saying that I was saved, but she was speaking faith. But it worked. I'm telling you, I got saved when I didn't want to get saved. I didn't mean the words. I didn't. I, it always kind of messed me up later on when I learned some things. But God told me, he said, I used your mom's faith. See, God, 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 the Holy Ghost is just looking for a God said. The Holy Ghost is looking. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. The Holy Spirit is looking for us to speak something instead of complaining and getting angry and speaking unbelief. The Holy Spirit can't do anything with that. He is looking for a word of God coming out of your mouth, a promise of God coming out of your mouth. Hallelujah. And what happens? He makes dead things come alive. You know, if you're believing somebody for salvation, God God starts working uh, uh, things out. He starts changing their thinking. He starts changing our thinking. Because as a man thinketh, so is he. It says, who against hope, believed in hope. Hope, Bible hope, is fervently expecting God to do what he said he would do. Look at verse, verse 19. It says, He wasn't weak in faith and he considered not his own body. He did not look at his own ability, his own circumstances. He could have. He was a failure, but he didn't look at that. He was old. He didn't look at that. He could have looked at Sarah. He didn't do that. He looked at the word. And he says, He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. He started praising God. You know, when unbelief, and unbelief will always come. What is unbelief? Anything that attacks your faith. It's very simple. It could be, a, a, you know, the Bible says there's many voices in the world, none without meaning. It could be uh, the devil speaking to you. It could be uh, a person speaking to you. It could be a circumstance speaking to you. But unbelief will try to come. But if you'll do what Abraham did, you know, I can see him lifting up his hands, starting thanking God for the promise that he was the father of many nations, though he had no evidence, and he started praising God, worshiping God, and unbelief cannot stand in the presence of God. So the presence of God would show up, and unbelief had to take off. Without praise and worshiping God for the answer, you'll not see a manifestation. And it says he became fully persuaded. Once you get fully persuaded, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You, 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 you know that, that you know, you're pregnant with that promise that, God, that you're going to have a baby. You're going to have something delivered. You're going to see something manifested in the natural that you've been speaking out in the spiritual. So, it's time for us to, to shake ourselves, to examine ourselves, to get faith back in our mouth. And when we do that, we speak the promise by calling things as not as though they were. Our automatically, expectation will come, start building up. We'll start expecting God to do what He said He would do. We don't look at our circumstances, we don't look at our abilities, and we give praise to God for the answer. And when we do, we will become fully persuaded and nothing, no devil, nor height, nor depth, nor angel, nor anything will be able to persuade you that God did not answer you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Could I get the band up here, please? I told you I'd be short. God is wanting... Us to examine ourselves, to judge ourselves. And again, why would God do that? Why would God tell us to do that? Because he wants us to start using our faith. He wants to get some things to us. And whether we, we like it or not, it takes faith to receive from God. The grace is there. The power of God is on every promise. But it takes faith. Every promise is crying out for an element called faith. And faith is in your mouth. Faith is something you have to speak. Amen? Hallelujah. So God, I, you know, I believe in my heart we are in the end days. And I believe also that God, you know, we're going to see revival in a way that no other generation ever has. But you know what? We we have to step up. We have to be, we have to start using our faith. You know, examine yourself. Let, let the Holy Spirit, you know, The Bible says, judge yourself, you not be judged. I I like that. So I want to judge myself. I want to examine myself. But I'm going to give you a moment right now just to bow your head and, and think. I kept it short, so I'll get you out of here very quickly. But just be honest between you and God. And see what the Holy Spirit puts on your, you know, your heart. Maybe an area that, that you need to start using your faith in. I'm not sure. A couple of things I want to do real quick and they won't take very long. If, if, I believe God's just going to refire tonight so if there's some you know if, if I've been speaking to you what I'm going to ask you to do is just to come up front I'm going to say a, 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 just a, a mass prayer and I believe God's going to touch you and I believe God's going to refire you and God's going to the Holy Spirit is going to you know speak to you in a greater way so if, 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 I'm, if that's you anybody out there just come up front real quick it won't take long I'm not going to take long that's for sure I would sing, but I don't think that would be good. <laughs> now, I'll be honest with you. When God asked me, I, I, I did. I, I come up short. I thought I was doing good, but I, I, uh, I come up short. You know, I, I want to see. I want to experience. I want everything that God wants for me to have. I want to be the best witness that I can have. I don't, I don't want to, uh, you know, I told God the other, way, other day, I said, God, I don't want to walk my last part of my journey to heaven. I said, I want to run. I, I, wanna, I want everything that you have for me. I want to use my faith for my children and my grandchildren. I want to use my faith for my friends. I want to use my faith for finances so I'll have more to give. I want to see use my faith when I see people in the restaurants that crippled and and you know, I seen a guy today, it just touched my heart. And and you know, I, I want I want to be able to show them and demonstrate them the love of God. See, Jesus was a man that that showed us. How a born-again, spirit-filled man could walk on earth. How a faith-filled man should and could walk on earth. And that is who we are supposed to be. No, you know, Jesus said in John 14, 12, he said, The works that I do, shall you do. Are you doing the works of Jesus? I, I had to ask myself that. At least we got one, two, three, four, five, six honest people. Hallelujah. But he said also that that we would do the works he did and greater. I'm going to pray. Hallelujah. Father God, I pray for these people here tonight, God. I ask you, God, to touch them, to strengthen them, God, to re-fire, God, as it were. God... Uh, Lord, let them, God, go back in hunger and thirst for the things of God like they used to, God. Lord, let them, God, go back to their first love. Father God, let them, God, uh, start walking in your promises, start walking in your power. God, I ask you, Lord, that they'll hear you, God, even greater than they used to. God, they'll do the works that you did even greater. Now, Father God, I thank you for stirring their faith. I thank you, God, for visiting them, God. Lord, refreshing them, God, as it were. God, refresh each and every person, God, in Jesus' name. God, let this be a faith appointment for them, Father. And I thank you for it, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I'm going to do one really quick thing here. Uh, I'm sure everybody here is saved, but you know what? I need to practice, so I'm going to practice giving an altar call. Hallelujah. If you're here, you don't know Jesus, you're missing out. You can't even get that seed of destiny even started. It's still going to stay inside of you in 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 a book, in a cocoon, however it might be, in a seed. But if you're not ready for heaven, if you would die right now, And you're not sure, 100% sure that you would go to heaven? Well, then I'm talking to you. So I ask you to examine yourself to see if you're in the faith. And if you're not, what I want you to do right now, I want you to come up front real quick. I'm just going to take a moment. Well, I needed to practice, so it was a good thing. (laughs) Hallelujah. Well, let's pray. Father God, I thank you, God, for each and every person here. God, I thank you for your hand upon them. God, I ask God that they'll start using their faith, God, in a greater dimension god that they'll receive god every gift god that you have for them god lord that they will be the shining lights god upon a hill god that they'll be the witnesses god that you've called them to be now father god i thank you god i thank you for touching and strengthening and blessing each and every person here god and let the word god let us fall in love with the word again god Let us value the word, God, that cost you your life, the faith that you gave us that cost you your life. God, help us to get back to our roots, God, to get back to the basics of faith. Now, Father, I thank you that, God, we are, and I I proclaim, God, that we are the one-hour church, God, that we are the, 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 the body, the believers, God, that will do more In this season that we're in, God, that all the other that were before us, Father, that is who we are. And Father, we thank you for it in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen.